This week, we can expect relationships in all forms to really heat up. And if you're open to some cosmic love, this week may have something to serve you up. I'm going to talk about all of that and more, what it means for you on this week's episode of Cosmic Rx Radio. Welcome to Cosmic Rx Radio, a podcast that gives you real-life tools of spiritual empowerment and pure hype. I'm your host and intuitive guide, Maddie Murphy. I'll be serving up your weekly energy readings, cosmic boss interviews, and astro inspiration. Are you ready to love yourself more, manifest your dream life, and own your magic? Let's jump in. This is your energy report. I'm your girl, Maddie Murphy your high vibe hype woman, your cosmic consultant. So excited to be here with you today. I'm feeling all this Aquarius energy. I think at the time of this recording, there's four, there's going to be five planets in Aquarius and I am buzzing like the little alien BB I am. What are we going to talk about today? We have an interesting week as you're listening to this. Um, the sun has shifted into Pisces season into the sign of Pisces rather. So happy birthday season, happy solar return season to all of my mystical merbabes, my Piscean poetic priestesses. I love my fishies. You are fierce. You are fantastical. Obviously, as a Pisces moon, I am just connected to you in all of the ways, in all of the ways that you are just etherically awesome. We're in Pisces season. Let's get hyped on that. What's the cosmic RX? What's the assignment? And then we have some really interesting astrology slash numerology. We have Venus and Mars, the two planets of like love, passion, romance, meeting up on 222. Then we have this week also Mercury is joining Pisces. So lots going on, lots to discuss. I'm going to get into all of that. And of course, we're going to talk about the Virgo full moon. Let's get ready to get our cosmic Marie Kondo on. You can tell, obviously, I'm hyper. I'm going to ground down, but I'm, I'm really hyped on all this astrology, what it means for us, how we can use it to live in alignment with our highest and hottest self. How are we all feeling? Vibe check. I don't know. Obviously, for me, January was super okay. Transitioning back into just, I'm not transitioning. I'm still in like postpartum, but it was like emerging. I'm still in my cocoon era, but I definitely have felt February has brought another like Christmas, a clarity. I'm really liking all this Aquarian energy. How's it feeling for you? Virgo announcements. All I'm going to say right now is we have a lot of you have been talking about, you know, just wanting to get your spiritual practice, the next level of actionable tools. We're running a promotion on our 21 days of real self-love. Check the link in show notes for that. If you just want to go through a 21-day map, a 21-day action plan with one thing to focus on a day, one practice, to essentially just shift your brain chemistry, shift your vibe into that of self-love, to radiate a place of really like self-respect, appreciation, admiration, check that out. We go into mind, body, spirit, tools for self-love, real self-love, baby. Of course, if you want to work with me in a deeper capacity, then you gotta check out the Astro Accelerator program, small group coaching. We have a cosmic scholarship spot that's available. I'm going to be choosing that person on 222. I may have till 229 leap day. 
to respond. Um, so if you are interested in that and you haven't heard back from me, that's why. But go check that out through the link in my bio, through Instagram, through the show notes. Let's just get into it. There's so much to talk about. So first thing, if astrology is not real, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about, you know, obviously working with the moon to harness our emotional centeredness and understand the emotional weather of the week. And then I'm talking about the planetary planning. So if astrology isn't real, first of all, we have so many fun things we want to talk about here. A lot of you have requested more of if astrology isn't real. I try and keep the podcast to like 30 minutes on a good day, 45 minutes average. Sometimes it might have gone to an hour when she has a lot to say and was rambling. And so for that, I really try and pick like, you know, one, two, three things to discuss. But vibe check. Let us know in the DMs and Cosmic Rx if you would love to see this maybe as a, a blog or, you know, in, in short form video, like where you could share it. A lot of you pop into our DMs with recommendations, requests. And it's really becoming like my favorite segment. Like Audrey and I joke, we're like, should we have a podcast that's just about like if astrology isn't real moments in like the news and politics and pop culture? So let us know. So talking about that, let's discuss. A lot of you slid into the DMs. A few things happened this week that were V Pluto and Aquarius. And specifically, Pluto and Aquarius is taking many themes. One of them we've talked about on this podcast is Pluto and Aquarius is really mixed with Saturn and Pisces, TBH is really kind of bringing the wrecking ball to the pedestal that we put celebrities on. We've talked about this, right? Pluto and Aquarius is like us, we, we the people. We are the stars of the show. We don't need to like be pandered to by a few elite celebrities, get more redistributing, hopefully, funds from the billionaires and Pluto and Aquarius, redistributing the power to the many away from the few. And one of the tools of that is definitely through Hollywood, right? And it's been happening for a few years where we've been sort of like questioning leaders and, and calling in people, calling out people. But there's something about this past week, I think, coming off of the award shows, the Grammys, the Oscars. Did that happen? I think so. <laughs> the Grammys, the Emmys, and then the Super Bowl. Two things that I noticed that a lot of you called out. I think during the Super Bowl, a lot of people were commenting on like, X on social media, like who really cares? Like during this Super Bowl performance, everything that's happening in Rafa, or just in general, people are like, you know, we can't afford our pay back our student loans. Um, people are suffering. Like, why do we care? Kind of like who, what celebrities at this game, even the game itself. Like, we're kind of maybe understanding it's a little bit of the, like Roman circus vibes, Colosseum vibes. And just this, like, even Beyonce announced, I think, like, two new songs with Lady Gaga. And I feel like a few years ago, the internet would be going crazy. And for the most part, most of the response to that has been like, who cares? Like, what are they doing <laughs> for the people, for us? Similarly, we saw Taylor Swift get called out or called in a while ago, but by this young man that was tracking the use of her private plane. Now, listen, don't come for me, Swifties, but like we have to admit there's something about it that feels a little maybe icky about like the way we're treating the environment with the private plane usage. And of course, if we're going to call her out and call her in, we also need to do it for the corporations, for the billionaires, for the men. We can't just do it to the women. But 
she just provoked, I think, some backlash. People were really not happy online because she sued the kid that's doing it. I think everything he's doing, from my understanding, is within the realms of the law. It's all public information. But I just thought that was interesting. A lot of you were saying, like, hey, look, is this what you were talking about with Pluto and Aquarius? And I'm like, yeah, we are starting to care more about us, about the planet, about each other versus like what are celebrities doing or who are they dating, right? Like those distractions, like it's fine. I love pop culture. You know, I love me a pop culture moment, but we're not like eat, sleep, breathing it. And we're also using it to be like, yeah, that's cool. But like, what does all this mean if so many of us right, are suffering, if the earth is being, you know, really abused and misused? So I thought that was super, super fascinating. And then you know, at the time of this podcast, I did just as about to, as I to sit down, I saw there was a shooting at the Super Bowl parade. And I just want to, of course, like send prayers and send just broken heart space for I don't understand. Like I didn't look into the numbers yet or what happened, but that is so traumatizing. And hello with gun control, like gun control, gun reform in our country. What is happening with that? And I did notice that Mars was conjunct Pluto today, the day that was happening. And Mars was square Pluto on October 7th. So these Mars-Pluto moments are going to be, I think, intense for us and pushing us more into that, what Pluto wants us to do, which is really like radically demand, right? Some of these changes and sometimes the Mars of it all can be tied into violence, anger, aggression. And I don't say this to scare us, but just to, again, understand what's happening and to know that, like, we, we got to do something, right? Like, I know we know if you're listening to this podcast, we know. But as we're in the North Northern Aries, too, like, I think we're going to have another big moment around gun control, gun reform. And with the election coming up, like, I just... I'm hoping this Pluto and Aquarius just ushers in a new wave of like, we've been having the same discussion, right? I feel like since I was a child, like I remember Columbine, I remember this and just thinking like that was such a crazy tragedy. I thought it was going to be a once in a lifetime thing, but just lifting into the collective and into our actions that we are not going to stand for this anymore, right? I don't know all the details that would happen, but no one should go to a celebratory event and have to be worried about that. Unfortunately, I know many of us, I have talked to many of us who are like, I don't even go to big events anymore because of things like that. And these are not people who are like paranoid or agoraphobic. It's just, unfortunately, the reality of what's happening here. So we must demand a change, Pluto and Aquarius vibes to the max kind of an intense, if astrology isn't real, I want to to the way the cookie crumbles this week. Just things to muse on, things to think about. And I encourage you every day in the way you talk to each other, in the way you think, in your actions, like, you know, how am I doing all this while holding space for the world that I want to live in, the world I want to leave behind? Mm. Anyway, I'm shifting gears because I can talk about that for a long time. Let's talk about the moon. Let's talk about Mama Moon. Let's let her hold us. Let's let her just wrap us up in some love. The day this podcast comes out, Monday, Moon Day, it's a Cancer Moon Day. It's a Cancer Moon Day all day, and the sun has moved into Pisces. So that's a lot of water. And what do we say on these water moon days? This is going to be Sunday, sorry, Monday, Tuesday, into early Wednesday morning, 8.40 a.m. Eastern Time. 
You can be a saddie and you can be a baddie all at once. Just because you're being a little bit of a sad bitch doesn't mean you can't be a bad bitch. And I say that because sometimes we need to cry it out. We need to weep. We need to feel like a little baby, curl into a ball um, and wring ourselves out so that way we can reset, stand up, dust off our shoulders and understand the next assignment or step into our power more deeply. There is no badge of honor for not feeling your emotions. Uh, Your sensitivity is your strength. And I remind you on these days, if you need to, let it flow. Let your emotions be energy in motion. Let them teach you something. That being said, those days, let's look out for not getting like flooded, completely like woo, tidal wave of emotions where we're like, I don't even know what to do with them. So just meaning that like, Letting yourself feel it and not resisting it helps with that. And also starting to build out, if you haven't already, your emotional toolkit, right? What do we do when we feel that flood of emotions? Do we talk it out? Do we journal? Do we take deep breaths? Do we get to nature? Do we ping our therapist, like bust out the tarot deck? What's something you can do and reach for when you feel that wave? So that way you can go with the flow, but not get like caught in the riptide of it all. So that is through Wednesday. Then Wednesday, 8.40 a.m. Eastern Time into Thursday, into Friday, 8.37 p.m. Eastern Time, we have some Leo moon energy. Oh my God, do I love a Pisces-Leo combo. This is the combo of so many people that I love because it's truly this really playful, creative pure-hearted, lion-hearted energy. So if you have something creative you want to do, block off the time these days, especially because on the 22nd is the Venus-Mars conjunction. These are also really romantic days. So if you want to be more creative or want to have romance in your life, do a little chore around that these days. Do something to romanticize yourself. Make time for creativity. There is something beautiful that wants to channel through your heart space something that is healing, something that might connect to your inner child or your inner lover. Make space for that these days. The thing we're going to look out for these days is escapism or being kind of like Delulu in the bad way, like delusions of grandeur or talking ourselves out of things that we know our gut instinct is telling us or like being like victim-y in our mindset, right? We don't want to sit in the role of the victim. We want to like move from being the victim of our life to the victor of our life. And and if you haven't looked up the triangle of disempowerment or the empowerment dynamic, look that up. It has great tools for understanding where we go into the victim mindset and how to move out of that. Then on the 23rd and for the rest of the weekend, we have Virgo moon with it being a full moon on the 24th, Saturday, 7.30 a.m. If astrology isn't real, why is the Virgo full moon at 7.30 in the morning on a Saturday on Saturn's day? Like, get up, bitches. We are full mooning it. We're starting the weekend off, right? We are decluttering. We are taking care of business. So I'm going to talk more about what all of that means, of course, during planetary planning. But just, you know, as a little heads up, it's Virgo moon energy. So that means we are seeing how we can make our lives run more smoothly. I always think about that Virgo energy is the high priestess of systems and and structures and organization. So that way you can do all the things you want to do, but feel good, feel present, feel organized while you do it. It's a problem-solving 
priestess. We're getting down to things. We're untangling certain parts of ourselves. And of course, we are connecting to that part of us that is so whole and so full that we just can't help but lead and serve a place of overflow. But because we're leading and serving and tending to ourselves first, we're going to look out for, as always in our communities, being really critical of ourselves or being really overwhelmed with a to-do list. Maybe I'll talk about this more during the planetary planning, but here's the deal. Here's the deal, my little baddies, my unicorns. The to-do list never stops. I was talking about this with someone this week who I dearly love, and I was like, I, yeah, the spiritual path has so many like big meanings and big themes, but I almost feel like one of them is just respecting the fact that for as long as you live, you will have a to-do list. Even if you have gone off the grid, you have gone fully unplugged, living in the woods, living in a freaking yurt, living off in the jungle, or if at least if you're me, you're still going to have a to-do list. You're like, oh, the yurt, the yurt needs to be patched up this weekend. I need to chop wood. Like there's like always going to be a to-do list. And I think one of the spiritual practices of life is like, how do you maintain that without letting you, letting it rob you of being present in your life. And I know so many of you, especially I know a lot of you are multi-passionate, you know, running a business and a creative project. I know many of you are parents or caretakers. I know many of you just have a lot going on and that to-do list can just like never end and feel like it's just like rolling from one day to the next and just in the back of your mind and we're feeling scattered. And there are so many great tips and hacks and, and tricks but at the end of the day, the big thing is like is learning those things so that way your to-do list doesn't like do you, doesn't like do you in. You're here, you're more than a to-do list. And something about that Virgo moon energy on those days, like remembering that and taking your power back from that and trusting there will always be more to do. And also trusting you probably will get the big things done, figuring out the priorities, but then prioritizing presence, prioritizing pleasure, prioritizing rest, then knowing when, right? Knowing when we're meant to do less. Mm, Do less, God bless. With that, great segue into planetary planning. So we have some big headlines for this week. So I do want you to circle star star some dates here that I mentioned in the intro. The first one, obviously, Feb 18th, the sun moves into Pisces. And this is the last sign of the zodiac. This is like our emotional closure season. This is the season when we learn and see everything that we're meant to transmute, to transcend, so that way in Aries season we can transform and be reborn. But it's a dreamy time of year, right? It's intuitive. Our imagination runs wild. We may have like a lot of downloads or picking up unseen energies. This is like a time to come back into us with like that mind, body, soul, balance, harmony. Connect with your feelings, connect with your artistry, connect with your intuition, rest, get back to your spiritual practice, get back to your artistic practice. Like let spirit move through you. Let it move to you, through you. And Pisces season, I always feel like something sort of magical happens or something like a really big closure happens. So we're open to that. I'm going to say this is a completely apropos of nothing. But as we go into this next month, we're going to have a lot of Pisces energy in the sky. 
And Pisces energy is also, it rules the, the unseen, which also connects us to viruses and germs. So wash your hands, right? Wash your hands. Don't be an asshole. Back to our original OG 2020 mantra, but truly, like wash your hands. If you're going to be a big crowd of players, mask up. Let's respect each other. Let's just be smart, right? Like, I don't know if it's COVID or something else, but a lot of Pisces energies, we go into like March. Just want to be aware of that. Okay, sorry. I digress. Back to the magical, dreamy wonderland of Pisces season. So we have this, right, on the 18th, and then we just slide on into 222. Now, 222 is we have Venus is conjunct Mars. I'm calling this day, it's a cosmic kiss. Because we know Venus is the planet of love, of beauty, the goddess planet that connects us to pleasure, to our values, to money. And then it's like our inner, quote unquote, divine feminine. And then Mars is the planet of like passion, more passion, more energy. It connects us to our drive, our motivation, our libido. It connects us to like sensuality, sexuality. It connects a lot to that inner sacred masculine, so to speak, in terms of an energy. So when these two come together, sparks can fly. We can feel something heating up for real. And so I just invite you to be aware of that this day, or because it has the sacred numerology of 222, which adds up to six, and six is the number of harmony, of love, of balance, of divine union. If you're wanting to call that in, to your life, use this day, do a little ritual, make it intentional, make it spiritual. With the being inside of Aquarius means that, you know, this could be anything from you realizing, oh my God, I'm in love with my best friend energy of every early 2000s rom-com. Or it could mean that like you're going to find someone through a friend of a friend, or maybe it is time to just give it a whirl on the dating apps and see what's out there. Or if you are in a partnership, maybe Aquarius, let your freak flag fly. Let's like bring in some intimacy and trust and maybe like play around with the boundaries or something that you think is like taboo, but like let's embrace it. And so just stay open to the unexpected, right? Like Venus, Mars, and Aquarius, love is revolutionary, baby. And we might be feeling some sort of mystical revolutionary opportunity on 222. Right after that, on the 23rd, we have Mercury moves into Pisces. So this is just going to amplify the Sun and Pisces energy I just talked about. Now, when Mercury is in Pisces, we might have a harder time finding words, but we are feeling into a lot. We're understanding the nonverbal communication, and we might actually feel more like communicating through song, through poetry, through feeling, through movement. Also, pay attention to your dreams. If you don't keep a dream journal, I invite you to from February 23rd to March 9th. Let's see what happens, right? And just pay attention to the subtle energies you're feeling into. It's teaching you something. And that leads us into Feb 24th, Virgo full moon. So Virgo full moon, the one full moon of the year in Virgo. February 24th, 7.30 a.m. Eastern Time. This is the Cosmic Marie Kondo, the Cosmic Cleaning Crew time. This is the Virgo coming in to help us tidy up a part of our life, clean up, get shit done. It feels so good, right? Like 
They say a cluttered room is a cluttered mind. I so feel that. So it could be very literal, like, you know what, it's time to finally clean out that closet, that chest of drawers, my work from home space, my inbox, my phone, where it might be energetically cleaning something out, like really closing out some like relationship that might have open threads. Um, this is opposite Saturn and Pisces, this Virgo full moon, as it was last year, right? I remember Virgo full moon day and the day Saturn went to Pisces. Oh my God, that was the day I found out I was pregnant, which is so literal of like for me on my Virgo Pisces, Virgo sun, Pisces moon. But for you, it's like it may be asking you to say like Saturn and Pisces asked you a year ago to start setting boundaries around your energy, to start maybe taking your art more seriously, to start creating more containers and systems for your creativity to flow. Um, it might be asking you to clear some karma, take radical responsibility for something, for your dreams. I would look back, I'm like, what is that? Like, what's that ping you got last year? And then now with the Virgo full moon, what are the systems? What are the rituals? What are the structures that you need, the self-care you need to help do that, right? Is that getting back to eating in a beautiful, intuitive way? Is that to moving your, your body? Is that to working with like a mentor or a coach? Is that, again, just decluttering a space? And we're just here to like tighten some shit up, but not getting stuck in the trap of perfectionism. So this is also something with Virgo full moon. Look back to where you were six months ago. And I want you to think about where you were, what was going on in the Virgo new moon. Let's see, this exact date was September 14th, 2023. And see like, is there something that was beginning then that's coming to full bloom now that wants to be released, that wants to be like harvested for the next chapter? Or was there something then that you wanted to start and maybe you didn't totally, but maybe the past six months was getting you ready energetically? I invite you to do something like release something that will help you get one step closer to that because we can get so caught up in things being perfect. We can get so caught up in the analysis process. We can feel behind on something before we even start. And this Virgo full moon wants to say, don't worry about that. That's not true right? Like we have all this direct energy in the sky. You're so supported. It's opposite Saturn. Saturn gets a bad rep, but Saturn ultimately wants to support us saying, hey, here you go, push off of me. Let me support you. Let me be the trellis to your blossoming vine. So thinking about all of that and remember Virgo full moon, Virgo energy is about being whole and of yourself, the original meaning of the word Virgo. So where do we need to show up for ourselves more? Where do we need to have more self-discipline, not in a punishing way, but in a way of saying, I'm being a disciple to myself, taking care of myself because I'm in deep devotion to myself. I also want to honor my future self and do things today that are going to set me up for success, for feeling present, and that I can connect to the sacredness of my life and my work. You know, and again, it's all under the sun in Pisces. Like if the full moon's always in the opposite sign. So we're doing this as a way of like kind of doing a big spring cleaning as we get ready, like a spiritual spring cleaning as we get ready for Aries season. Because the Pisces sun is like, let's clear out anything. Let's, let's get ourselves organized. So that way we feel spiritually like renewed, rejuvenated. And that way when it's time to spring forward, 
and the spring equinox and the season of the bad bitch of Aries, we're ready to go. We're unencumbered. Shit is on lock, right? No more of this bad juju. No more like weird, icky psychic debris. No BS. We're moving on. We're empowered. Okay, so let's get out, you know, the spirit scissors. Let's get out like the bruja's broom. Let's start just decluttering, sweeping, just doing one thing. It's not to be perfect, right? And I want you to also think about like under this energy of like, what, if anything, is not making me feel whole and of myself? Is there something blocking me? And if you're a Cosmic RX premium member, of course, as always, I am going to do a sign-by-sign breakdown of where this full moon is hitting in your chart so you can more deeply understand what may be like the area of your life where you're experiencing completion, closure, clarity, or some sort of epic (laughs) graduation or release. But in the meantime, as, you know, a Virgo sun Pisces moon, I love this time of year. I love what this energy, if we release, if we surrender to it, what it can reveal to us, what it can heal within us as we get ready for the season of the rebirth, which I love, right? The equinox, the spring equinox. So I encourage you to make space, make time for your most empathetic, ethereal, mystical, magical selves this Pisces season. Let your inner cosmic Maria Kondo come out and just like, if it does not spark joy, boy, it is out. And until next week, you know what I'm doing. I am sending you so much love. I am sending you so many hugs. I'm sending you big ass blessings for the hugest, most abundant checks. And of course, some hot, juicy sex along the way. It's your girl, Maddie Murphy. Until next week. Do you love getting your Cosmic RX for the week here and want more? Make sure to sign up for our premium subscription so you can get exclusive access to bonus podcast episodes, all of my astrology info for the month ahead, and live new and full moon calls to help you manifest your dream life with an intentional international community of other cosmic baddies. Sign up through our link in show notes. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you want to know more about Cosmic Rx, head on over to thecosmicrx.com. And if you really love this show, I'd love it if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. I super love hearing from you and reading your reviews. All right, you cosmic baddie, tune in next week. And until then, remember, love yourself fully, work your magic, and take no shit.